Welcome to College Q&A. I'm Justin Myrick, and I'm happy you're listening in. Today's topic, we'll discuss in just a minute. How about a little intro music first? All right, we are live with episode number four. This week's question, social media, what are the pros and cons? Well, this is a fantastic question, and I hope it will be beneficial to you as you navigate your own social media platforms. Now, I was born in 1979, grew up an 80s kid, dial-up phones, mixtapes, and Saturdays were a big deal because that was the only morning cartoons were on TV. The Nintendo was the coveted item of most every little kid. I still remember the day a friend's mom surprised her two sons with Tecmo Bowl. We were all outside playing football when she pulled up with the game, and we went crazy. But enough about all that. The point of all that is that it makes this topic so fascinating to me. I've been on the learning curve for all social media platforms for a good while, uh, and many of you have grown up around it. Thankfully, some of you have helped me figure a lot of it out perks of being a college pastor. And hey, I'm grateful for that. There's no doubt that this topic is something that we can all identify with. And I'm sure we've all seen the benefits of it, but also the dangers and destructions that can come with it too. So there are pros and cons. It's a great discussion because if we can identify what's good about it, that can help us utilize it for good. Likewise, if we can identify the cons, then we can be better equipped to avoid those pitfalls. This week I'm excited to have our children's and middle school pastor, Brandon Missler, join us. Working with children and the parents of children, he has a lot of helpful things for us to consider. Let's listen in to what he has to say about the pros and cons of social media. Man, I just, uh, I love that question. Um, One thing that it brings to, uh, that kind of puts in my mind is uh, one thing that our pastor said several years ago, is that technology is neutral, and it's all about how we use it. Um, so to me, you know, when you look at social media, um, there are there are definitely several pros and cons. I, I believe with social media, I'm going to kind of start, I guess, with um, with the pros, what I consider the pros, and, um, and then we'll kind of hit some of the cons. Um, and uh, one of the, some of the pros, you know, that I think some of the good things about social media is, how easy it is for us to keep in touch, um, almost kind of in a weird way. You know, I've got friends from high school that I literally have not seen in 20 years, and I could tell you most of their day-to-day activities. That, to me, is that's almost kind of weird, but it's also it's kind of cool because if, if it wasn't for social media, I wouldn't really have any way to know or, or see what's going on. Um, but, you know, so there's that part of it, staying in touch, staying in touch with some of my friends from – uh, my hometown, staying in touch with uh, people from different states. I've got um, some friends in Alaska, um, you know, got friends across the world um, doing stuff. So that part of it's uh, really, that's a pretty cool thing um, that's that's allowed, um, you know, that you can do. Um, another thing uh, to me that's a big pro with uh, social media is the ability to get, get information out in a hurry. Um, uh, to me, that's with working for the church and working with kids, that's the, probably one of the most effective ways. You know, me being with middle school and, and children, um, a lot of those kids don't necessarily have the social media just yet, but with their parents, I can get, you know, communication out um, a lot faster. Um, and then 
Um, makes geographical boundaries. You know, to me, that's another big thing, kind of like what I was talking about. I've even gotten a chance to see, you know, keep up with missionaries um, around the world. So that's a big thing. Um, and then also, you know, I think of uh, it helps, you know, kind of the shy folks get a chance to uh, to befriend people. I think, uh, you know, it, it's kind of crazy, but I do remember those days and, um, you know, guys and girls able to, to friend shoot a friend request to that cute other cute guy or girl and um, kind of get to know somebody before they have to actually do the hard part of saying hi or the hard part of um, going and um, actually having a face-to-face conversation. And so that part of it, um, sure, makes life a little bit easier. Um, You know, some of the cons that I see um, both with middle schoolers and, you know, the cool thing is I get to see middle schoolers. I've been doing this long enough now that um, I have guys and girls, you know, added me in middle school and then they forget and I get to kind of see them grow up and see kind of how things change. And um, one of the uh, one of the big things that I think social media can do is kind of create attention seekers. Um, And what I mean there is, is you get people who post stuff or do stuff that gets a certain reaction. Um, I'm sure most of you guys know this, but they say that whenever you see a like or an interaction on your social media post that it releases the same, you know, a drug dopamine. Um, and so that kind of creates almost this addiction, um, to attention. And so I think that's definitely a con. I've definitely seen, you know, one thing that I, you know, you kind of hate to see is, is you see, um, a lot of girls maybe using, uh, pictures that maybe shouldn't or should or shouldn't be on there as, um, kind of attention grabbing, um, possibilities because it feels good to see people like your post or see people like your picture. Um, same thing I think guys do. Um, we're guilty of doing that with uh, hunting, fishing pictures and stuff like that. Um, so that's, you know, that's a big thing. Another thing is I think it's created a lot of fake connections, fake relationships in the sense, not just uh, the catfish TV show, but I mean, also like we believe that we're connected with people when in reality we're not. You cannot replace the face-to-face connection, the face-to-face interaction. Um, and I think it takes away there again, you can't replace those face-to-face relationships, but I think it also can take away from our face-to-face relationships, um, with, um, you know, with me and my wife, we have to be very careful that we don't end up laying down in bed at night, um, and getting on our phones and just scrolling through social media posts and never interacting and talking about each other. Because let's be honest, um, most of the people out there, in the social media world don't really care, um, about your life and what you really do have going on. Um, they enjoy to see that they enjoy an interaction or a quick like, or a quick, um, you know, angry face if it's something that they dislike, but, um, it does not allow the face to face interactions and and it's allowed us to not know how to have a conversation where we do not agree with somebody. I'm convinced that a lot of the conversations that I've had, um, via social media, you would not say those things face to face with somebody because there's so many things that you don't get as far as your, uh, verbal and nonverbal cues from somebody. If you very few people do I know that can just stare somebody in the face, knowing that they're hurting them or knowing that they're saying something that, that, that really is, is bothering that person. And so we usually try to kind of filter ourselves in face to face 
relationships. And so, you know, to me, that's kind of a very broad overview of those things. But those are kind of the big hitters that I've seen as far as some of the negativity um, and even some of the positivity that goes with um, social media. And there again, just remember, you know, that was wise words from our pastor, Greg Sykes, is that ultimately social media, I believe, is neutral in the sense of, of its actual platform. Um, and it's all about how we choose to use it and what you choose to do with that and how much time and energy you choose to put in those things. And so thanks again for having me on. And, uh, man, I'm just enjoying listening to the podcast and getting to know and hear from all these other folks. And um, sure miss all my college students, all my serve night helpers. And so um, thanks again. A lot of wisdom Brandon is sharing with us here. Social media can go either way. So we need to be wise with how we handle it. I really like his list of pros. Keeps up with friends in different locations, even missionaries around the world. Helps get info out in a hurry. Helps make connections, learn about others. It's worth saying that there really is something to gain from social media, if used rightly. Of course, we know there's some dangers too. As he mentioned, some of those being, it can create attention seekers, addiction to attention, fake connections, and how it can take away from true connections. It's true that some learn to only interact in a social media setting, and that's dangerous. Like how Brandon said, there's nothing like face-to-face interaction, and he's right. I've heard it said that 80% of our communication is nonverbal. Think about that. Now, regardless of the percentage number, you can safely say that the majority of our communication is nonverbal, which means being in person makes all the difference in the world. This is especially true when we disagree with one another. Now, a lot of people have lost the ability to disagree and still be friends, but it's possible. I've had conversations on campus with students I disagreed with, but I think they were great conversations because we were in person. We were face-to-face, and that made all the difference. Consider now the disagreements we see on social media. How do those arguments go? There's a passage in Scripture I've often been reminded of when reading disagreements on social media, and it goes like this have nothing to do with foolish and stupid arguments. That's from 2 Timothy chapter 2. And that chapter says the same thing in some way, shape, or form three different times. So foolish and stupid arguments have been around since the beginning. But there's no doubt that social media has given a much quicker access for them to not only take place, but also to get involved in them. There have been times I got caught up reading some of these and was literally typing out a response when God would bring that verse to mind. So I had to make a choice. Do I get involved, give my two cents, or just obey the command and have nothing to do with the foolish argument? Thankfully, in that scenario, I listened and obeyed and moved right along. Now, is it wrong to respond in disagreement? By all means, you follow your convictions. I'm sure there's a time and place for that, and that's okay. But just how we talked about Scripture helping filter your thoughts and actions in Episode 2, I would certainly encourage you to run any potential response through the 2 Timothy chapter 2 filter, and you can trust the Holy Spirit's direction after that. In fact, not just responding, but reading. Well, there's so much more to this topic we could cover. In fact, we will most likely do so in another episode. For example, we didn't even get to the dangers of social media leading to pornography. A few years back, there were some young men struggling with this issue. And when I asked what means pornography was creeping in, they all individually responded with Instagram. Well, that surprised me because all I knew about Instagram was the homepage. 
where you see things from the people you follow. And I told you guys, I was learning about all this. I didn't even know about the never-ending rabbit hole of the Instagram search. And you definitely have to be cautious with that. Well, we'll get to that in another episode. To summarize, I think it's important we clarify. It's definitely possible to leverage social media for good things, to inspire, encourage, communicate, and connect. And on the flip side, it's equally possible to allow social media to bring a lot of junk and sin into your life. Comparison, addiction, and replacement of true connection like Brandon was sharing. So let's use it for good and be mindful and keenly aware when we sense it leading us another direction. Thank you all for joining in on today's episode. If you are enjoying the podcast, I want to encourage you to subscribe today. We have a lot of episodes lined up, and I'm excited to get those out to you. By subscribing, you can set all notifications so that you'll be the first to hear when a new episode hits. Then I want to invite you to keep asking questions. Let's keep the discussion going. Until next time, I'm Justin Myrick, encouraging us all to stay connected to church, connected to each other, and most importantly, connected to the God we love and serve. God bless.